welcome to Moments in Time and Space, a microfiction podcast, bringing you tales of horror and suspense with your host, Aaron Miracle. Hello, everyone. Influencers are always chasing clout and pushing themselves to bring their viewers exciting content, sometimes at the risk of their own life. A pair of urban explorers think they've found the perfect place to show off to their audience, and they may be right, but at what cost? Hello everyone, and welcome to No Zoe Left Unturned. We bring you all the best abandoned exploration videos you could ever hope to see, Zoe said to the camera. Today we just passed the outer perimeter of what we assumed was a military compound, probably last used in the early 1970s at my best guess. Let's see if we can find anything interesting. Great opening, Betty says she paused the camera. This trip is going to be our best yet. I hope so. Where did you find this place? I was looking at old maps in the library, and on one of them, the base was marked. When I dug into it, I really couldn't find anything else about it. Just some references to testing. Ooh, a real mystery that we could solve? That sounds like a recipe for a lot of views. Zoe turned and began to walk through the overgrowth, heading towards what should be the center of the compound. Betty followed and started to film again with the camera. The overgrowth covered any signs of building or equipment, but the explorers kept their eyes peeled for any signs of interest. After about 10 minutes of walking, they came upon a large clearing. Four large concrete rings about 10 feet across were present in the middle of the clearing. The walls of the ring were about 3 feet high and crumbling in some spots due to exposure to the elements. Well, this is not exactly a major find, but let's do what we can with it, Zoe said, and she turned to face the camera. Ready? Always. Go for it, Betty said. Well, folks, we have something very strange, Zoe commented and pointed to the nearest concrete ring. Four stone rings in the middle of the compound. I have no idea what they could be used for. Weapon testing, chicken raising, bare knuckle fights. Let's take a closer look. Zoe made her way to the closest ring and climbed over the wall. Betty followed and panned the camera around. The inside of the ring looked much like the outside of the ring, and there appeared to be nothing of interest. She zoomed in some spots on the wall to get some secondary footage for transitional shots. Ah, crap, Zoe said. What, Betty asked. I stepped in a mud hole, went right up to my ankle. Mud hole? Ground's hard as a rock, hasn't rained in weeks. Well, tell the mud hole that. Betty turned off the camera and looked at Zoe. Her friend was attempting to pull her leg out of a mud hole about a foot across, but to no avail. Zoe appeared to be stuck up to her knee, and try as she might, she did not have any success at freeing herself. Betty, I am really stuck. Can you give me a hand, Zoe asked. Betty tucked the camera away and took Zoe's hands. She braced herself and pulled. Betty could not budge Zoe loose from the mud hole. With a grunt, Betty let Zoe go and wiped her sweaty hands under them shorts. I know what I tell you, Zoe, Betty said. You're stuck. You might have to get a shovel or... Zoe's foot suddenly sunk deeper than bud, quickly going past her knee. She began to scream and struggle. Betty scanned the area and saw a tree branch near the concrete ring. She leapt over the ring's wall, picked up the branch, and returned to help Zoe. Betty began to frantically dig out the mud with the tree branch. Zoe sunk even faster in the mud hole and went right up to her hip in seconds. She looked like a strange ballerina doing a one-legged split in the ground. At this point... Zoe's downward journey had stopped as her body was too large to fit in the mud hole. Betty, you gotta do something, Zoe screamed, and she attempted to use the ground to push herself free. Wait, I think I got it. Zoe had managed to lift herself a few inches out of the mud hole, and Betty slipped her arms under Zoe's armpits. She managed to lift Zoe another few inches out of the mud hole, and it felt like victory was in their grasp. Zoe cheered Betty on as the two friends worked together to escape from the mud. The cheers turned to screams of terror as Zoe was yanked downward hard out of Betty's arms. Zoe? Betty shouted in surprise and shock. Zoe was screaming and making incomprehensible sounds as she sunk back up to her hip. 
Betty scrambled backwards as she watched Zoe slowly sink more into the mud hole. Zoe's free leg folded up behind her like a jackknife, and the sound of bone snapping filled the air. There were crunching and squishing sounds as Zoe was pulled even deeper into the mud hole. Her hips and torso were squeezed beyond its limits. Finally, with a sickening slurping sound, the remains of Zoe were sucked down to the mud hole. The ground around the hole was covered with blood and the odd bit of remains, but those traces were slowly being absorbed into the soil. Betty sat, whimpering in shock. She slowly looked around and noticed that several new mud holes had formed around her. Through her tears, Betty thought she could see the mud from the nearest hole flowing out and reaching towards her. Watch your step. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. You can also follow me on Twitter and Moments in TAS. Feel free to recommend this podcast to others and help it grow. The opening and closing theme is Creepy Night by Daniel Carlton. Until next time, be safe, be smart, and be well. See you soon.